On our favorite episode to date, Mats and Jolene from the Keller Guys Pub Theater join Rebecca and Maddie on War No Damn Experts, and we talk everything from Sasquatches getting lost on a river and how Rebecca and Maddie are trying to buy their way to privilege at their favorite pub. So we hope you enjoy this hour-plus-long episode. You won't want to miss it. Best damn podcast, the best damn town. You want to get up, get ready to get down. Welcome to the greatest damn town in Montana, Great Falls. I'm Rebecca Ingham. I'm Maricela Hazard. And we are certainly no damn experts. Not at all. We have with us today, still with our excellent audio quality. I'm pretty excited about this audio quality. (laughs) We have guests with us. Well, their guests are people we ran into in the parking lot. Right. (laughs) Begging drinks from us. This is the big thing. The people we have with us today, we have talked about a number of times. Probably, well, Maddie's doing the math on a lot of things right now. Probably the most of every people we've mentioned just in passing without any reference. So we'll say things like, Dang, (laughs) this person. Yes. So (laughs) we saw these two wonderful people out in the parking lot. It was cold out. We said, hey, you guys look cold. Do you want to come have some coffee with us? And they said yes. So we have in the studio with us today, Mads and Jolene. Oh, man, I thought you were going to say that. Hello. I thought you were going to tell the story of how they met. (laughs) Hey, guys. Yeah, it's really better if they tell it, mostly because mine's the truncated version, because I wasn't there. The truncated but... version was amazing. You but... mean when I was hitting him up for money? Yeah. <laughs> so... yeah. I did leave that part out. Well, I mean, that's how we met. I know. There was I... a lot of asking for money in exchange for... Goods. <laughs> <laughs> for an idea, or a dream, or a vision of the future. My version went with... Matt's ha- <laughs> Matt saw a woman said, that's some good looking stuff. I need some of that. And his friend said, I can make that happen. And he did. And, then he and they did. And they got married. <laughs> I really like your version. In my version, I was told that uh, I needed to talk to Matt's about his company. And he ignored me for four months. <laughs> <laughs> We didn't return any phone calls, any emails, because he knew I was hitting him up for money. And then his friend, said friend Rebecca, said, hey, why don't you invite Matt's for a beer at five and I'll meet you. The guy returned my email within 30 seconds. It was literally one of the quickest return emails I've ever had. Oh, I didn't know GFDA offered that service. Just need need a beer. So there you go. Let's so there you go. <laughs> so we have given beer. Jolene and Matt's the owners of Kellergeist. And goodness, every time we see these two up, out and about town, it's amazing. We have really good conversations. Our food gets cold because we keep talking. My favorite is every time we leave your presence, then I share one more nugget of things I know. And Maddie's <laughs> like, 
she's a singer? And I'm like, <laughs> how do you not know any of this? Well, I guess I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> know that you were singing all around and then <laughs> I had some screenshots and we did the Ignite Great Falls Yeah, and there was a, a picture of you and I was like oh yeah Rebecca just in case whatever you miss for Ignite because a visitor came in and I shared with her look at this rendering of Kellergeist and all it's going to be after it's remodeled but for the picture there was you singing and I was like I know she's a singer now <laughs> I'm no longer stupid <laughs> And we invited you in here, I think, under the premise of talking about state parks and some adventures that have been had in state parks. But we've also got various topics that we can talk about with you all. Live music, German immigration. We could probably talk about drinks and beer. We could also talk about live music. We said that one, but I want to know about the machete. I heard there's something to do with a machete. Oh no. <laughs> Machete? Like how the five year old was walking around with one? Oh, when we were out hiking? Yes, because I bring a machete with me when I'm hiking in Great Falls. Why not? Hey, we're open. We're going to just turn the platform over to you all and you share. Let me also premise this entire conversation with we are trying to promote people to come and stay in our oh, wonderful town. Right. And Change in script, Julian. <laughs> <laughs> we want people to get excited about something here in our community. We've given them 16 episodes of yeah. things to get excited about. This is now the 17th. So we know people are primed. They're ready. They want to know a little bit more. And that's why we thought, oh, we'll bring these people in because they know some stuff. And more importantly, you guys spend a lot of time at the Smith. You spend a lot of time in the outdoors. They go to Showdown every Sunday? Yeah. Every Sunday, huh? Yeah. Well, so Showdown has this awesome youth ski league program. And so while the kids ski and get private instruction... We get to ski, so we absolutely love it, and our our son loves it, too. Showdown has to be the best gem, and now they're really going to hear about it. (laughs) No, it's great. Showdown is the only woman-owned ski resort that we can find globally, is what, according to Avery, Katie Bodecker just purchased it from her father, George, and it's really a family affair, and they've expanded. But their terrain, their runs, just incredible. That's one of our favorite winter activities is to get up there. And all-natural snow. Oh yeah, they don't they don't make, make their snow. Exactly. Au natural. Au natural. Now oh, watch it when the Germans au natural. <laughs> <laughs> and then beyond that, you guys do a lot of exploring across the state, do yeah. a lot of day hiking. One of the very few people that I know that make a annual trip. The Death March. Well, I was gonna we're gonna get to that, but I was also going to add <laughs> down the wild and scenic Missouri River. Oh, where we got lost once. <laughs> <laughs> the floating. Yeah. And you know, it's funny you should say. How do you get lost on a river? Well, I'll, we get I'll to tell that. <laughs> alcohol is a factor. Okay. <laughs> so you can have alcohol on the river. That's a good thing to know. Just don't bring glass. Yeah. No. Plastic or rubber mm-hmm. or silicone, I guess is what it's called, not rubber. <laughs> I'm going to drink out of a tire. <laughs> a balloon. So, so what happened? You got lost on a river. Yeah, we got lost uh, on the Missouri River. Um, well, we weren't really lost. I mean, just half of our party camped at a different spot than we did. <laughs> the original spot we were supposed to be in. But you guys didn't make it to the original spot. No, we missed it. They went around Further. the island 
on the left we went around the island on the right what we didn't realize what was that halfway around the island these guys camped and we came out on the other end didn't see them weren't really bothered <laughs> and had great conversations you know refreshments and all that and it took us hours <laughs> it took us hours to realize it's getting really dark it's getting really cold and we should have been there ages ago and then we had to really scramble to find a campsite did you have your equipment with you or did they have your so equipment? we had our equipment but what we had is uh, i had my kayak matt's had the canoe with our stuff and our friend, she had her canoe and one of her children with half of their stuff. So what we were able to do, though, was share. She luckily had their tent. Her husband did not have his tent, so they slept under the stars. <laughs> but her husband had all their food, but we had all our food. So, I mean, it worked out. And even if it wouldn't have, it had been fine. It was one night out there on the Missouri. And You'll survive. You are so safe out there. I mean, literally, you were in the middle of nowhere. How many times <laughs> have you guys done the White Cliffs float? Seven times. Oh, wow. And how many times have you taken tourism's camera with you and captured images and given them back to me? Uh, coming up this fall. Oh, there you go. <laughs> now, truth be told, they often have a very talented photographer with them. However, he's extremely talented. So those are images we purchased. So giving them our oh, camera, okay. maybe making someone take the photos might work out good. Here, have this crappier version of a camera. You know, some of our friends are just amazing photographers, and we lots of times adventure with uh, Roland Taylor and Trish McCoy, and Roland's photography is phenomenal. And we're so fortunate because my kiddos, a picture of them on the top of a cliff at the White Cliffs was featured on the cover of a statewide magazine. And that was just our annual trip. He's featured, he's taken these photos of our canoes and kayaks and scenery and us that are just amazing. It, they're just incredible. But Learn also, they're day. just tons of fun to camp with. So on that, you know, we, we play music in the middle of the river. Roland and I and and others join in, but we bring our guitars and uh, ukuleles and we'll be floating down the Missouri playing music, drinking beer. We stop, set up camp, hike, get back on. I mean, it is really like, that's why we do it every year. Yeah, we've seen the scenery, but we're still learning new different spots to hike. We just went up a new canyon this year and we ran into an international photographer. He does wildlife refuge and photography. He just happened to be coming through and he and his friend had told him that he had to do the White Cliffs and he was hiking back in a, a canyon and we just ran into him. I mean, it's just really great adventure and it's just outside of Great Falls. And so you, it's super easy to access. You don't have to pay for your permit in advance. You just show up. There's plenty of camping. It, people do it all summer. We always do it around Labor Day weekend okay. and thereabouts. We love it in September. We've now done, this year we did it back-to-back -back weekends, which was a lot of fun. But it's like a four-day, we do it in four days because we don't we don't like to rush it. What other state parks are you fluent with? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know that you travel with world-renowned photographers that have bullet featured on a statewide magazine. <laughs> But so I'm learning something new every day. Goodness. Rebecca was right. Every time we do come in crossing with these people, I'm just dumbfounded. Is the Sluice Boxes a state park? Yep. It is. Well, that's a great park if you're in Great Falls. I mean, it's only like, what, 40 minutes? 38 if you drive. Like you. The speed limit? The speed limit. <laughs> 38 minutes. I have to look at Google Map it. I'm a safe driver. 
For the most part. You yeah. know, it's 38 minutes out there. I love the sluice boxes. That is uh, a cool so spot. Nice. Yeah. Have you guys floated sluice boxes? Because I've heard that's a big fun thing. You have to be mm. cautious because the current can get pretty bad. But Yeah, no, we haven't. No, we haven't. But um, we floated out the uh, Helena Canyon. Matt, you kayaked. What's that tributor, tributary that you kayaked with Roland? I didn't go on the, that Oh, trip. the Dearborn? The Dearborn. Oh, the Dearborn. Okay. Yeah, the Dearborn. And then obviously the Smith River. Yeah, we spend a lot of time at the Smith River. We love the Smith River. It's incredible. It's one of the elusive state parks. You have to have a permit to float it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They, do they do a lottery for the permits? or the only... yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's okay. by lottery, and they usually have about 6,000 people apply. And I think they do 1,500 to 1,800 permits. Okay. And they give you a week. It's like, <laughs> you get drawn for the February 10th week. <laughs> And so you get to go regardless of what the weather is. So you have to be smart about whether or not you go if the weather is bad, but that's your week. Oh, yeah, exactly. Now, there's some top tips, though, for that that I've heard. And that is that uh, if you are flexible on your schedule, that you can go to the, the station, the ranger station at the start of the Smith at Camp Baker and check and see if anybody hasn't taken their permit that week or isn't. And there's possibilities to pick up permits on the fly. Now, mind you, you're not going to get a pickup permit on a beautiful, you know, like weekend. <laughs> nobody's giving up those. And then the other time to float the Smith that I've heard, but I haven't yet, is in the fall okay. um, when the Browns are running. Great fishing, and you you don't need a permit for that. You have to check in, but you okay. float in the fall is what I've heard as well. But again, I haven't done that myself. So the Smith River, right southish of town, I will say, really great area to gravel roads. There's paved roads, but it's not like a developed park. There's not a lot of hiking in the area and there is private land if if i'm saying that correctly connected to the smith so you have a little bit more that's why i always call it the elusive state park is because it's not just show up and do stuff yeah i know the the smith is really it's difficult to access unless you know somebody that owns land but there are a couple of different places like deep creek park which is accessible out of white sulfur springs um, Mm -hmm. heading out that direction there's a couple of places that you can access or on the first death march that that we did with friends, Matt's and a crew of our friends, I had just had Simon, and so he was too little to go on it. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness. But on that lovely little hike, they were hiking in from a right around Nyhart Monarch area okay. on the other side and then hiking over. And there's some ranger stations in there that you can actually rent. Which is another great secret of our parks in the state. You can rent the fire towers and ranger stations. Um, Not all of them, but you can go on to the park service and find which ones. And they're a great shelter when you're backpacking. Really, That really helps. But they hiked over, and they were hiking through State Park to get to our, our ranch on the Smith. And you had a set number of days, correct, Mats? You told your lovely bride, I'll be there in this many days. That is correct, and I'm just trying to figure out, was it like two nights a hike that was planned, or three nights? I think it was three nights. It was over um, Memorial Day weekend. Um, okay, when is Memorial Day again? Uh, that's in May. Okay, yeah, so it was May, and we were all super prepared and enthusiastic, and um, so we were shuttled up into the mountains, actually quite close to Showdown, mm-hmm. the ski area. And uh, we got the ba- first bad feeling when we got the truck stuck in snow. 
Um, so Memorial Weekend is usually snow in the mountains. Yep. <laughs> and if it's not snow, it's torrential rain. Yep. Well, you yeah, had both, actually. <laughs> but you were prepared. Yep. And we had, like, an elaborate plan to follow the Tenderfoot uh, Creek or stream. Like, a, it was supposed to be a, a little... What? Yeah, a little creek, you know. <laughs> On the map, uh, it was yeah. really only this wide. Oh no! Oh. It was suggested. It was suggested to us that this was uh, a very interesting and beautiful and easy uh, hike. So we got there, and the tenderfoot, because it was raining, there was still snow, ice melt. There was basically water everywhere. It was running from both sides of the. <laughs> Of the canyon down on us into the little creek, which was a raging <laughs> river at that stage. And the problem was that the, 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 the trail actually crisscrossed that little creek all the time. And I assume that if you do it in the summer, uh, it's like you wouldn't even notice there is a there's water or whatever. Um, so we were battling for two days until literally the water got so deep and so wild. And I mean, we were holding on to each other while walking through this icy water. Uh, and we had to decide just to abandon and uh, hike out again. And meanwhile, I'm at the Smith River, their takeout point, with steaks and with a feast for them and ready and waiting. And they're not coming yeah. and they're not coming. And there's coming. no cell service. No, on either point, there's no cell service. And uh, and these guys had to hike back out the same way they came. And then luckily, this is Montana for you, though. They were easily able to find a road and get somebody that would give them a lift into the nearest town so that they could get stuff situated. I mean, that's Montana, though. We help each other yeah. out. But yeah. um, <laughs> they darn near died on this. That's why we call our annual hiking adventure the Death March. Okay, that's why. <laughs> so you did eventually show up for steaks, but a day late or what happened? Day late, Because I'm short. sure... I'm sure Jolene's sitting there with her, your, your guys' newborn baby going, what did he, is he done? Am I finding another partner in life? <laughs> what do I tell this child? <laughs> it wasn't a day, but it was at the end of the day. Like, it was getting dark. And my brother and I, because my brother lives in Bozeman, and he met me at the Smith. And so we were sitting there like, okay, if they're not here, um, you know, we got to set a time that we end up going um, and looking for them and, you know, because we know the path they're on. And then this truck comes raging down the road. And both of us had a moment where we're like, oh, my gosh, something's happened. And then, of course, it was just the German saying, oh, my gosh, you're not going to believe this. So. <laughs> so have you done that hike again, not with Raging Rivers and been successful? Yes, kind of. We... We abandoned the idea of going along the Tenderfoot just because it's actually, it is a real wilderness. There was at one stage probably a trail, but it's extremely difficult to find and it's overgrown. 
So what we did was actually we started on really high ground at a ranger station or a fire a lookout at Big Baldy, I think it's called. That's one of the ones you can rent. And stayed on top, on top of the ridge and then really only at the very end went down into the Tenderfoot Valley, followed that until we basically got to the Smith River. And that one was um, adventurous because of our, our dog, Morgan. We have just this amazing adventure dog. She's incredible. She is part curly and bear dog, but Matt's adopted her from the, the pound here. She has gone on so many multi-day, you know, 30-mile trips with us, whether it's swimming. She likes to swim next to us or moving, and she had an issue on that one and she's about a 120 pound dog oh my goodness and matt's had to carry her down the mountain and uh yeah. and that was a couple of years ago and she's still fine i mean morgie's still around she has terrible arthritis and so she doesn't she did she's no longer going on wild and crazy adventures but uh on that one that was matt's death march she had to carry morgan but he got her down and well, it was, good. it was really Morgan's death march. I mean, I was okay. <laughs> That's a lot to carry when you're hiking in the mountains. I had a Pomeranian, which is, uh, what, 15, 20 pounds? And halfway through our walks in town on the sidewalks, he would be like, yeah, Mom, I'm done. Carry me. Just carry me. Carry me. And that was even too much at some point. That was like 10 blocks. I'm obviously not physically fit and we're not it's filming so you don't know that Matt and Jolene are <laughs> physically fit and can do these kind of things but still 120 pounds right that's what I thought when I found that over your shoulder yeah, yeah. yep yeah just okay. like a little lamb okay. <laughs> a little 120 pounds <laughs> lamb oh yeah a little calf oh. more like it <laughs> but she's part of our family she's you know you don't no man left behind oh yeah i have a i have a pointer german short hair pointer that's 90 pounds mm -hmm. not supposed to be 90 pounds but he's really tall and big lean and i've had to carry him yeah oh, but not mm. 120 pounds but it, man, those puppies, they really do tug at your heartstrings. Well, what are you going to do? I mean, you just have to. Yeah, you yeah. have to. We We're have not to callous to. people. No, we uh, we went out go here. find Go find some wolf pack to be a part of now. <laughs> I free you. <laughs> no. We went to this one place over Dearborn River, like a lookout point, And it was in October, so there's tons of snow. And my beagle at the time, a little Frankie monster, he, he got off his leash. He's running the mountains. 45 minutes of trying to get this puppy. Oh, um, no. Yeah, finally got him. And Good. But you want to take your dogs out and experience these state parks because that's what they're meant for. That's exactly right. So do you want to hear about our new state park adventures? Yes. yes. Pop-up Keller Guys cocktail parties. I, I was with some friends this weekend. <gasps> And they were talking about the Keller guys. And they're like, well, Keller guys is doing remodels. We're not going to have our drinks. They're concerned. And I'm thinking to myself, should I tell them the secret, secret information <laughs> that I know that Jolene whispered to me and said, don't you dare tell anyone. I was like, I won't do it. I'm going to keep her confidence. But I did say, Keller guys is doing pop-up uh, pop up pubs at Showdown. They did it last Sunday. And they're all, oh, really? So yep. you're going to keep them going, right? Oh, most definitely. They're a ton of fun. And so last week or, yeah, at Showdown, we just did a pop-up party, pop-up pop cocktail party for just some of our Keller Geister 
fans and customers, our bartenders. It just was, it just worked because we were all up there. And so we just brought some with us and we all met at a certain spot at a certain time. But we've had other people ask us, you guys should do this, you know, more often. And it's a great way to get out and adventure. And so we're going to, we're working on some plans. And during our remodel, we will hopefully be in an alternative location. We're still trying to figure out exactly where that's going to be. Okay, okay. Also, the patio I saw this weekend, uh, negative 35 degrees outside. Patio is still open, and there's a good fire pit there. So for us hardy folk, if you're coming in from sea level in a place that never gets a, you know below 72 degrees, I'm going to just say, you're, if you go, don't complain, because it is going to be cold. It hurts. Uh, yes, and in all <laughs> fairness, it's not only that the patio is available, even at this temperature, it's your only option. <laughs> we are not actually having anybody inside. Well, no. I can pull a few strings. Can I get inside? <laughs> to go to the bathroom, maybe. No. Yeah, you can go to the, I mean, come on now. That would just be cruel. <laughs> no, no Matt and I decided and we talked with our team we just are all about keeping our team safe making mm-hmm. sure that we're we're tiny right I mean what's our capacity Matt's 12 it's about 99 <laughs> <laughs> it's 12 people yeah. under COVID it's 12 okay <laughs> under COVID I think yeah it's so but we are going to open up four tables inside I'm so um, excited yep we're going to start that Friday so we will start having some tables inside our patio will always be open because there's a lot of our customers who would prefer that right now. Mm-hmm. And like you said, Rebecca, you know, it was below zero, our first below zero days. And we had customers on the patio around the fire really loving it. I think that's because we're all prepared with warm clothes here, yeah. right? Yeah. You live in Montana, you have warm gear. Jolene came in in a sleeping bag. That's how she walked in. <laughs> oh, I did. Office. I will tell on myself, uh, Maddie said, have you had the glue vine yet? And I said, I haven't. <laughs> so it was like a random day where we got snow. And it was November, December. Yeah. And here I am, heels, no snow boots, no coat, because oh. why would you have a coat? It was only like 32 degrees outside. Yeah. And so I show up waiting for my glue line out on the, on the patio. And one of the other guests says to me, you are so brave wearing <laughs> heels. And I'm like, no, I'm completely stupid. Like I knew... <laughs> There was snow on the ground when I left the house, and I still didn't put my snow boots on. And oddly enough, Maddie and I had had the conversation at the office. She's like, what do you, what do, you do about the snow? I'm well, like, this is my first office that I've worked in outside the military. So before, I'm just walking to work in combat boots. It's all fine. And now I'm seeing Rebecca in heels, and there's six inches of snow outside. I'm like, how did you do that? And she whips out her snow boots. She's like, you just changed the office. I was like, Wow. That's a true story, but Rebecca is really committed to heels. Yeah, I really, she, I know. She is committed. So we're there. We get the glue vine with the commemorative color guys. Yeah. yeah. So Rebecca has one too. Yeah, just yes. one though. Yeah. My, well, we have two because my husband's like, well, I want my yeah, own. I mean, yeah. My daughter has taken mine over. <laughs> so the the pop up parties. I have a suggestion for where you should Ooh. have one. Yes, please. Can it be at our new location? 15 Overlook Drive when we move there? 150%. (laughs) I mean, how awesome would that be? And it will be summer. totally do that. When are you going to move there? Well, it's Uh this year. This year. 2021. Okay, 2021. We're hoping May, June. Might be end of June. It could likely be August. Son of a... I can't wait. Will you need the band 
for the opening. Yes. We will likely need a band. We may need to buy a fire pit till we can afford to buy our own. Because um, we have that deck. If, if you're not fans of The Office, I need you to be. And I need you to think our parking lot, I want our parking lot to look like the parking lot of Dunder Mifflin when Andy proposed to Angela. With the Ferris wheel in it, a bouncy house. A live band. Wow. What is she talking a, about? And the Keller guys. Wow. It's okay. You don't get it, but other people will. There's a sitcom called The Office. You'll no, we watched watch it. We oh. watched uh, all the old Office episodes. We're just not caught up on new. Okay. There's technically not any new. Oh, then we just haven't followed it to the end. <laughs> so we're going to need Keller guys when we go there and have have the rose blush there and the Ooh. woodpecker. And this is another topic I'd like to discuss since you're both in the room and captive audience for Uh-oh. me. Uh-huh. I've already pitched the idea of being able to buy in somehow and get reserved seating. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> I want to be able to walk in and have somebody go, oh, this is Rebecca's seat. I need to move. I wouldn't make them move, but I just want them to go, oh, this is not my seat. This is what I proposed to them on last week Tuesday when we did the video shoot at Keller Guys. I said, Mats, what if I buy a $500 stool and there is golden name tape or nameplate on it that says Mati, you know, in theme with your design, however we want it to be, I'll purchase it. If I walk in and someone is sitting in my chair, they have a one drink notice they need to move. <laughs> Once they're done with that drink, I buy them their next, but that's my chair. I actually really like that because, you know, it's not really just booting them. No. And, it, you know, we could have, we could, we could try to figure something like that out. I think it's fun. And it, it really builds, kind of it, it builds on us. the friendship that you're going to make there. And it better not see, if my chair is empty and someone knows about this, I don't want someone to rush to the chair as soon as I get in so they <laughs> yeah, get a free exactly. <laughs> breaks an ankle. <laughs> I do have an idea for your bar, though. I forgot okay. to tell you. Another okay. one? Yes. I want, Keep coming. I want you to have... We should have told you your idea fairies right here so i want you to have on your bar somewhere where there is beer buy your friend a drink and i want to walk in and be you know what i didn't get to see mariah today or this week but i owe mariah a drink and it's going to say mariah you got a drink and i bought it and you can go up there and you can buy your friend a drink even if they're there or not and that shows like hey we can have one just saying my boss so everyone would be like well you pretty much owe my boss a drink today and Rebecca can go in and be like, hey, I'm the boss. I'm a boss. I'll take one of those drinks. My employees did this to me. I think that'd be a cool idea. Take it or leave it, but please take it. No, I really like that. I've actually seen that somewhere. There was Where did we see that? There was a drink board. No, I, it was on I one of our pi- other adventures, but I love that. I took a I picture saw it of it. I'm gonna send one it. Time. I'm going to send it to you. I like this yeah, idea. Yeah, send it to me because that's an idea that we've we've actually talked about before that we thought that that'd be really but cool or maybe United. But let's yeah. go back to the the seat. Where who do I write the check to? Who do I write the check to? Do I write to Kelly? I will, I I will tell you. Well, we have to we have to figure out the price tag first. Five hundred not enough for you. What's what she's gonna greedy? write you a check for five hundred dollars a year? I. <laughs> I did this one Whoa. time. He drives a hard bargain. Sorry, go ahead. That makes sense, though. An annual sponsorship naming rights are done on an annual basis. No, no, because there should be certain... the initial startup fee of buying the chair, and then after and that, then your five hundred dollars. Yes. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I'm hoping naming a drink after me comes at a l- lesser price, but I will give Maddie some hope. I pitched an idea one time to Jeremiah Johnson Brewing Company, who makes Golden Bobcat beer. You guys serve Jeremiah Johnson. Mm-hmm. I don't think you serve Golden. And Bobcat, even though you should, but you're Grizz fans, and I can get I honor that anyway. <laughs> That's not <laughs> we serve over 40 German beers, and we leave the domestics and the micro brews to our partners. 
I told Jeremiah, since you've got this golden bobcat beer, and Jolene knows this, I have a desire to have a plaid jacket program somewhere. Oh my gosh, (laughs) no plaid jacket. So I pitched Jeremiah, if you could get a blue and gold plaid jacket and you become part of the bobcat club and it entitles you to some type of benefits... For $200, I want you to sell these things. And I wrote the check for $200 and I gave it to him. And I said, I just want to be the first member. (laughs) It's never been developed. I don't know if the check has ever been cashed, but it was like three years ago. And I still think this is a solid idea, mostly because I'd finally get my plaid jacket and it would be in bobcat colors because it would coordinate with the beer why don't you just start a tourism club like the biggest tourism advocates or the visitor who's visited our market the most Champions. number of times gets we a are, plaid jacket we are working on this and it will probably ultimately end with a buffalo and a plaid jacket as the start of this program see there you go so if i walk in with yeah. a buffalo plaid jacket do i get a seat because we like i said we did this at night great falls and they're doing that that wine bar out by the river yeah i saw that rebecca's like that's gonna be packed but if i walk mm-hmm. in with the plaid jacket you get your seat better be so i mean better be so i like it i like it so when you're out adventuring we've tied it completely in a bow for you to have an experience in our community that is spot on go out go hiking go rafting go floating and then come back into town and have a nice cocktail to relax and enjoy the evening Mm -hmm. yeah or bring your favorite bartenders with you to adventure and we bring cocktails with us i mean that's we've bought a to-go cocktail kit so when we're floating the missouri river we're making whiskey sour and Mai Tais and Rose Blushes on the They river. do have their to-go. I, w- I actually thought you guys were going to come with at first. And I was like, are you guys going to become outfitters? <laughs> no, we're just your bartenders. <laughs> well, you guys did that great promotion during COVID with Teriyaki Madness where you had the Kung Fu Movie Weekend and you delivered Teriyaki Madness food and drinks out of the back of the car. We did. We set up a bar in the back of the car so that we could shake it for you fresh. It was a lot of fun. It was a ton of fun. Those are those are COVID rules. Although the legislature is looking at changing it so that to-go cocktails will be allowed all the time, which, you know, for a business like ours, we love that because, you know, our customers do want to have a cocktail and then maybe take one home or on a picnic or, you know, with them and not drinking and driving, but, you know, take one to their final destination. Drinking to-go. And taking a to-go drink so that yeah. you can get there. Yeah, drinking at <laughs> yeah, home. Yeah, drinking to-go. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> It's something. Don't worry. We have weird sayings with drinks. We're working on the visitor guide, if you listeners have heard. And Rebecca writes this. It's going to be an awesome feature, and everyone's going to love it. Ten drinks to drink. (laughs) What else are you doing with the drink? Come on. You know, we like to keep it simple here. But ten drinks to drink. That's it. Ten Ten drinks to drink. We're going to have a whole feature on ten drinks to drink in Great Falls. You know what I love is the synergy for downtown Gray Falls. There are, you know, it used to be where, you know, people would come down for one or two places. Now our customers are coming down and visiting four different cocktail bars and then some other unique bars and just really making an entire weekend out of shopping and mm-hmm. dining, drinking downtown, just having having a good time. I tell you the downtown, how people are interested in 
the dining because over 11,000 people visited our website for dining, you know, so those, nice. and then for shopping, 9,000 people visited that website and then unique experiences. Those are up to 8,000. So they want to go downtown. They need to know what to do. And Keller guys, you know, with the ghost and the cellar drink and the original smoked old fashioned in Great Falls. We got it from somewhere else though, but <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> they, hey, the best idea is you find something and you just implement it. But you want to talk a unique experience, come into the Kellergeist. Yeah. I think that we fall more under unique experience than we um, other categories. Well, you guys met my parents. You, you, I don't know if you remember. I love your parents. Outside on the patio this yeah. summer. Yeah. So my dad's German. You know that. Yep. Okay. They loved it. And I, I tell them, like, Mads and Jillian are going to be on the podcast because obviously my mom and dad are like, you're podcast congratulations um, they don't know how easy it is to do so we had so much fun with your family that night yeah. that was great so i tell them like they're gonna be on and my my I'm like oh i can't wait to see it again i'm like well they're renovating oh well do you have their number so they want to hang out with you guys when they come this spring yes. they're ready. Well, we're still open i mean if they come in the next couple of weeks and my husband <laughs> My they husband, all did the Steinhold challenge. Yeah, well, my husband and my dad, after doing the Steinhold challenge and losing, they're now practicing with dumbbells. My husband yes. went on alert, and he's like, I have this dumbbell. They're just holding it, and they're just waiting for it. <laughs> but, you know, with longer arms, because my dad's 6'6", six, six, my yeah. husband's 6'2", yep. you know, the shorter mm -hmm. arms are you to hold. So there's a whole strategy behind it. At the Keller Guys, you can do a Steinhold challenge, and your name gets on the board, and the drink is free. Yeah, yeah. But more if, of a... if you if you are the longest. Yeah, yeah. If you're the course. long, if you're like me, you lose by four seconds and have to pay for that drink. So I'm working on the dumbbell too. Okay. Good. Okay. Um, this summer is my summer. I'm claiming it. I have this fantasy where I will be able to double Stein it and beat anybody that comes into our bar. Oh. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm not there. I, I'm not there. <laughs> Am I the only one in the room who doesn't want to do this challenge? Because I'd rather just drink the beer. Well, I mean, you're. That's a long time to wait to have a sip of beer. Yeah, it's what less are, than four minutes. What are our champion numbers? Do you remember uh, that? 432 or 342 no, for I women. Think, yes, 342 exactly. for women. I missed mm -hmm. it by four seconds. And six minutes and odd by for men. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I think my dad lost by 30 and maybe Mark by 19. Mm. I don't They were They were close. Yeah. And now they're practicing because... I then, love that. Tell them it's what? about five pounds. Okay, well, yeah. funny story. My husband and, and my dad are doing the Steinhold and some woman comes up. <laughs> yep. Trying to hit on them. Yep. Well. Um, well, that night my husband and I didn't wear wedding rings for some reason. They're all like trying to get on Mark and then my dad. I'm like, what the heck is going on here? <laughs> so... I just go away. <laughs> You're doing this contest. You're bothering us. And then later on, one of the women walked up to me and she's like, what's going on with you two? There's, is there something going on with you two? <laughs> like, yeah, that's my husband of over 12 years. So, um, yeah, something is something there, big. There's something, something going on. Yeah, there. We don't need to wear a wedding ring out. But it was pretty funny because my dad's looking at me like, what? I'm trying to hold this five pound. And this woman's coming over like, what's she strong men doing? <laughs> that was the same women that made the Sip and Dipper bus shirts. Which, those are great shirts. Yeah, they those were. Those were great shirts. They, the, uh, the, the, the spark, the um, sequin, sequined ones. Yeah, yeah, that were, yeah. They, they were had, good. They had a girls trip just for Sip and Dip. My sister yeah. met them, brought them back down to the Keller guys. It was a great night. Lots of great adventures. Whether you're at our state parks or whether you're downtown Great Falls, there's always something fun going on. <laughs>
And you can make these. I think we've mentioned this in the past. Keller Geist is pretty well known for locals to just have that environment where you show up and whoever's at the table is now your friend. Mm -hmm. And it's probably the reason Jake Bash, who used to work here, loves it so much. And we toasted him a couple days ago. He got excited. He's going to be in town. We're making him come to do the podcast. We'll probably be talking about Keller Geist again and state parks again. Yeah. But everybody has their own great stories to tell about their experiences in the base camp and what they do. One place I don't know if you guys have ever done a lot of adventuring is the Bob Marshall Wilderness Complex, the Front Range. Do you guys hang out there much? Not at all, but that's scheduled for our next death march. (laughs) Perfect. Going up to the Chinese Wall is the plan. Thank Thank you. I know what the Chinese Wall now is. <laughs> when it was mentioned by our previous guest, I misheard it. And I was like, wait, the Great Wall of China? <laughs> no. So the Chinese Wall, for people that didn't listen to the episode with Kelly Aline, is 17 miles long or something? Or the, the hike there is 17 miles. Mm-hmm. And it's one of few natural wonders that can be seen from space. Yeah, it's absolutely Ooh. incredible. I can't wait. This has been on our list for several years now. And so this is the year that we're putting together. Death March 2021 is the Chinese wall. Okay. I mean, Rebecca and I are poster children for not doing enough in your backyard. Then you guys are the opposite. You do a little too much. (laughs) (laughs) Or just the right amount. I don't know, Rebecca. I mean, you got... They own this bar, and the bar is getting bigger by a lot. Yeah. And then they do the summer nights at Overlook or Broadwater Park or the other number of yeah. city parks yep. in the area where they coordinate with other food trucks, vendors, local restaurants. <gasps> We should do that at right out your backyard this summer. Yes. At least a couple. Yeah. That would be a perfect location. It would. Especially if we could coordinate it with a disc golf tournament. That would be just up on the hill. Done. We can bring our dogs. That can happen. Okay. That can happen. You met my you met that. my puppy. Yes. Okay. So you guys do this and then Jolene's a singer. And Matt, you're doing always something on the roof of Keller, guys. Yeah, I'm a roofer. I'll be walking. I'm walking in the parking lot, and I hear a noise, and I'm just looking around. I look like a complete idiot to everyone watching me. And then Matt yells down at me, and I'm waving, and I look around. People don't know that I'm talking to someone. No, they don't. I do, I do have a question, though. When it's snowing next, I would like to get on top of your roof and then just do a video of downtown to include the mural on your other building so I can put it on Facebook. When it's snowing. Or, when, you know, okay. I just want to get up there and get some video footage. Sure. One of our most impressive photos that has been on our Instagram is that Christmas stroll photo from your oh. roof. That was a great, that was a great, that was when we first bought the building and for the Christmas stroll, we went up on the roof and, you know, for the stroll, everybody is just mingling and going. And actually, I think that was Parade of Lights because that was when Santa was lighting oh, the Christmas right. tree. That's okay. right. And so everybody comes down Central Avenue to in front of the Civic Center. They put up a tree that has been harvested from some neighbor's yard. These are huge trees and Santa lights it with a sleigh and there's kids and I, there were thousands of people that year that were just crowding all the intersection. And from the roof, we were able to get just a great photo. That's one of my favorites, too. I saw it the day after it happened because I wasn't there. And I'm like, that is awesome. Yeah, it wasn't even staged. I'm like, well, <laughs> <laughs> obviously. It was, it was a... I'm not quite sure how you'd stage that. <laughs> yeah. but. Uh, well, it was a very warm night, you know, and it was obviously pre-COVID. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. This year, Santa, they still did the Santa lighting, but they didn't tell anybody. No, Kelly wouldn't tell me. I was like, hey, just tell me. I want to take a picture. And she's like, can't. I'll get in trouble. And I was like, fine, we Kelly We just Pierce. happened to be there. We were decorating the front of our building with Christmas lights. And I'm like, I don't believe And that. we had Simon with us, a.k.a. Bullet. And <laughs> Bullet is like, Mom, what is that? And I looked, and I was like, I think it's Santa <laughs> on a sleigh. I don't believe this that you is just weird. <laughs> no, I seriously don't. I didn't. They wouldn't tell yeah. me either. I had no idea. But we were there decorating our. We're always we're always there. So okay, <laughs> that's not really <laughs> big surprise. They showed up at their building. <laughs> you know, happy for Simon. Good for y'all. Good for y'all. <laughs> take to have key to the back door for tourism or the front i mean we do share a parking lot and oftentimes it might just be nice to have a team meeting when the doors aren't open you probably would have to work there that's fine i can man i would work there from 3 to 4 p.m on the day we have a team meeting i'll be the one that gets the drinks Nice try. When we do the remodel, we will be open longer hours, but you won't be across the parking lot anymore. It no. just dawned on me. That's so sad. I know. It does yeah, break we, my heart. We traded in the view to be surface dwellers, the view mm-hmm. from being on the surface of the world for the convenience of Down drinking down. in a parking lot. Yeah. Here's the good news. I think from the new visitor center... You can actually see the roof of the Keller Geist. <gasps> and you, you can, can have a, you can have like a picture of me on it. I have like, a, I could have a mechanical cowboy on the roof going like this, waving. It'd be nice. Motorized. Yeah. You Maybe do just it. an outdoor patio up on the roof would be nice too. Oh, that would be really nice. Yeah, that would be. And a weird. hot tub. And you could grow your basil. <laughs> now we're Stop talking. Stop it. Stop it. Hey, Do not give him ideas like that. I'm serious. They're great, Matt. Matt's, I'll support you. Matt said nothing could go on his roof. And you're like, no one's going on it. That's when you said last week, Tuesday. But if you're putting hot tubs up there, we're not moving, Rebecca. <laughs> Mm, I think we have a better roof for that. Okay, I think you do too. But that's for another episode. We gotta keep some secrets. We can't let everything spill. I know. I know. So, Jolene, why don't you share with us the live music scene that has pretty much died because of COVID? Well, <laughs> yeah. Pre COVID. What's coming back though, right? <laughs> oh, big time. Everybody. So, Great Falls, one of the things that um, I really love about Great Falls, I said, um, it's fine. You've said <laughs> it before plenty of times too. Uh, I said it just recently. I'm not even noticing it. You didn't? I I could count the number of times you guys have said it. Because every time somebody does it, you it's cringe. A, it's a it's work for me. Yeah. So I did it when I asked you about Bob Marshall Wilderness Complex. I did it really long. Uh, and then I took a, then I took a break. Oh, I feel really. Can we just start over? I yeah. just feel terrible now. I mean, I I'm leaving this in. <laughs> I'm the producer, so. All right. Uh, All right. (laughs) (laughs) So there's music, the music scene that died. The live music scene that died. One of the things that I love about Great Falls is that, right? The live music scene. Mm -hmm. There are so many artists here in town with a variety of genre, a lot of original music. Mm -hmm. Um... (laughs) (laughs) And you're one of them. Yeah, so I sing with my dad's band, Ecclesian Jam Band, EJB. So it's Curtis Thompson, Grant Stubbins, Greg Frank, and we have T.C. Hirsch on the drums, and we play around town, Ecclesian Jam Band. We do a lot of, I 
think we have the wrong name. I really think that we should be called Great Falls Dead. About half of our set is Grateful Dead music. And the other half is originals mixed in with some other bluesy covers. Okay, cool. And then I also sing with the 49th Street Blues Project. Oh. And they are the premier blues band, I think, in Montana. They were, they were the band that literally when I moved to town and I was looking at the music scene, I was like, you know what? I would love to sing the blues with the 49th Street Blues Project. They are like my pinnacle of, oh man, if I could sing with these guys, it'd be amazing. And a few years back, they auditioned me and were like, all right, kid, you can hang out for a while. <laughs> and so I, they still, they haven't kicked him. They haven't told me I can't come back. They keep, in, they keep saying, all right, well, you're going to come back next week. What did that audition sound like? Here's a microphone. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's not get, come I, on, Julian. You I don't want get it. it. I don't get it. You want to sing with the blues band. You sing with your dad's band. It's There's like a Joel mi- Corda all over again. I'm sorry. I forgot my guitar. <laughs> He did oh, not. Oh, you guys are terrible. I want you to sing. We're good at peer pressure. I'll sing. You want me to sing? <laughs> what song? Uh, just tell me the song and I'll sing it. Uh, there's an um again. Whatever song. What song do you sing at home? What, what song do you sing when you're singing? I sing Shake It to Quake It. Yeah. Um. I want to hear a little Shake It to Quake It. <laughs> Shake It to Quake It. That's I the song I know I what that song I've never is. Heard this it's song. original music. I haven't even heard that song. <laughs> Ask either. Micah. Ask Micah what that song is. She'll sing it for you. Okay. okay. I like now that. you sing. So when I'm doing mic checks, I do, um, Oh Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? My friends all job Porsches. I must make amends. Worked hard all my lifetime. No help from my friends. Oh Lord, won't you buy me? Mercedes Benz. Oh, stop it. Sugaba. Sugaba. We want more. You also have a third band. I do. Eden Bridge. (laughs) So Roland Taylor and I and uh, a friend named Jeff, who he's our mysterious mandolin player. You never know where Jeff is or if he's going to show up. I don't think he has been here in two years. No, he just, he just... No, maybe a year. Yeah, every once in a while he pops in, but uh, <laughs> we're Eden Bridge, and we do a lot of bluesy, contemporary, you know, I'm a 90s kid, so I love to do some grunge just a little bit, and uh-huh. uh, so it, it's fun. So, yeah, we haven't done much lately, though, aside from on the river. When Roland and I, our band gets back together every hiking and float trip we do, and we jam out, and it's a ton of fun, and we'll be camping somewhere. And all of a sudden, people from other campsites, like on the Missouri River last time, all of a sudden, this whole group from Haver is sitting around our fire offering us crackling kamut. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, no, 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 keep singing, keep singing. Hey, Matt, beer works sing? better. Are you are you musically inclined? No, Germans don't sing. <laughs> he is musically inclined, though. He plays the trumpet. Oh, why has you know, this not happened in the chicken coop yet? What the heck? I know, right? Do you know, I I Does used to play the trumpet too, really? and and I told my family that, and they didn't believe me, and I had to pull out the. This is sad. <laughs> pulled out the photo album and said. Here's me at my recital with a trumpet. And they're like, oh, yeah, I guess this you This little sing. blonde girl with a bow tie in her hair. <laughs> and your family's like, oh, no, you never played the trumpet. And I had to pull the family album, photo album. And I'm like, I oh, did. No. And they're like, oh, yeah, I guess you did. <laughs> yep. So why aren't you going to play in the chicken coop? Well, will value you. I don't remember I will, anything. Eventually, yeah. 
I haven't played the trumpet in years, many years. I haven't either. We can, we'll figure it out. <laughs> we should play I, together. I play, yeah, we'll sound horrible <laughs> together. I'll bring, yeah. I'll bring my flute because I play yes. that and I have no idea how to remember to play I, anything. So yes. I thought you were going to say recorder. And I was like, <laughs> we all learned how to play the recorder. I can play the recorder. So I am in one more band. <laughs> Four bands? Four. Well, this one has really just barked since COVID and it's called Hot Lava Skeleton Blast. Is this the one you do with Bullet? Yeah. So this is uh, mine and Bullet's band. Oh, my goodness. And we had two paying Zoom gigs over COVID. Uh, he made his first uh, money uh, busking. And he is so much fun to play music with. What does he buy? So everything. Okay. <laughs> he has a guitar that he strums. He was playing a flute type recorder. He was playing drums. He was playing a washboard at one point. He was wow. playing. He likes to set up his array of instruments and then just go nuts while I'm playing the guitar and singing. And he actually is a pretty good singer. So he wrote this song and this was the best. We were doing something in the garden and I come upstairs and I'm like, why is my iPad sitting out on the back deck? And so I look at it and he has recorded. And this is when he was like five, was he five or four? And I think five. And he had recorded his own song and he starts it. And he's like, all right, guys, let's play some blues music. <laughs> And then he starts playing my guitar. You won't believe it. How big this fly is. Oh my. This fly is massive. <laughs> and he plays this whole song. And then he stops and he sets down the guitar and he goes, woo, all by myself. Not bad. <laughs> so pretty much in the, it's in the blood. Yes. Genetics there. And, well, and nature, because Great Falls, you know. Right. we got to give you some credit. We need some credit for this kid. Uh, oh, yeah. This is definitely a Great Falls kid. So we've covered state parks, death marches. We didn't touch much on machetes. We can save that for another day, because I think there's a good story there that might be connected to some adventures. We've talked about Smith River, the future adventures at Bob Marshall Wilderness Complex. We've talked about live music that is coming back, and if you are lucky enough, I have been, to end up at Kellergeist in the chicken coop, which will disappear, which is the sad part, you would get to see Curtis in the chicken coop uh. doing a solo gig. It's also a good place to wax your skis, but again, it's going to be gone. All history that you're never going to get. It actually, and you know what, I mean, the Used more we talk, the more it makes me go, you know that little cozy nook that we were thinking about doing for a table of four? We should just chicken wire that off and uh, make that chicken coop too. Okay. To heck with another table. We have other spots for a chicken coop. We do. That's right. But we just need to make sure that it's it has our, the vibe. Is uh, Drink with a Shrink, the event at Keller Geist, is that going to return? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Drink okay. with a Shrink uh, will be back. And then Rebecca's amazing, amazing idea, Drunk News. Drunk news, I want so bad. Well, <gasps> we could do a podcast with drunk news. Yes. If if we can't get picked up, well, the mainstream media just don't want to pick up our drunk news idea. But we could do our own podcast. Yes. You could. Live from Kellergeist with all the sounds. No, it has to be me and you. Yeah. Live from you Kellergeist. Could. We could. <laughs> live from Kellergeist, we're going to drink. That's the one thing we don't do on this podcast. No. <laughs> No, that's a good think, idea. You I mean, think it, it is it business. sometimes, but you know, 
we but don't. It, but it takes so much for me to drink and get drunk. You pretend you're drunk. It's drunk news. It's you more have a... about being honest and not necessarily drunk. drunk. Being correct. Anyway. Yeah. I'm it's German. More of, you get a newspaper back in the day when Lewis and Clark are going to go explore the Louisiana Purchase. You don't read that and go, oh, that's a Spotify good idea. I think they're going to do wondrous things. No, you're sitting at your kitchen table going... What in the crap are these people thinking? Right? Like they're going to die. Yeah, they're going to die. I wonder they how long enough... it'll take before they die. They I wonder if enough... they're already dead. They get whiskey rations for a week? Please. <laughs> yeah, they got enough whiskey to get them out so they can't come back in. That's the kind of news you they're really screwed. want. Mm-hmm. That is. That is. No, I really like that idea. And I think that we have a local reporter who's really in on that as well who would have a lot of fun. Jen? I've pitched it to her. Yeah, Jen, we're calling yeah. you out. Jen, we're calling you out. We're gonna we're gonna start doing some drunk news. If you want, we can use uh, things on our voices so that unless they've heard this podcast, they won't know it. <laughs> we could do it if you guys just do it, and then you can have a live audience that's just listen and drink and watch around. Which would really work for me because oftentimes I ask people to engage with me on the podcast while I'm recording it. And she- it's not live. Well, we did mention Jolene because we're like, we got a we got a new like on t- or follower on Twitter, and she's like, it's because of this podcast right now. Thank you. And no, Rebecca, we haven't even released the podcast. This is the third episode or fourth episode of recording. And I was I said it was Jolene that followed us, and she's like, oh, yes. okay. But, yeah, thanks for following us on Twitter. Yeah. One of sixty-seven. You all rock. Come on now, come on now. Of course we're trying. We you. We're you trying. Know, we try. Thank God we hired Jason so he could put sweatshirts on our art here in the it's podcast so studio. It's so cold. Our art wears clothes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's soundproofing. But I no, would... The soundproofing is really good. I would appreciate having a live audience to do the podcast with because I think you'd get a lot more questions because nobody emails us at podcast at visitgreenfalls.org. Well, then why don't we host you for a live uh, session? That, that would be awesome. Yesterday, I get a message on Facebook, feedback from the podcast, and I am yeah. freaking excited. Yeah. Because we haven't, I'm like, what? This person says, love your new sound. It makes our girl sound as spectacular as she is in real life. Something along those lines. And I'm like, this is amazing. We got feedback on our podcast, though it's through Facebook Messenger, not the email. This is great. So I messaged Rebecca on Teams, and I'm like, Rebecca, do you know Cindy Clark? And she's like, I've, I've run, I've, I've met her. I've met her. That's her response. <laughs> so I walk into Rebecca's office, and I say, Cindy Clark messaged us on Facebook, and she said she likes our new sound, and we're getting feedback. And Rebecca says, That's my mom. <laughs> hey, at least your mom's listening. Exactly. Yeah. That's important. And I, and I responded to Rebecca's mom as if she wasn't Rebecca's mom. <laughs> <laughs> So, Cindy, thanks. You got me. I love it. Yeah. So, if you do, anyone wants to email us, that, again, that is podcast at visitgreatfalls.org. I will scream with excitement if I get an email about this. We still have free things to give away to people who want to engage with us, yet no one has claimed it. <gasps> no. What is it? Two nights day at the Staybridge uh, Suites. We have free family passes to the CM Russell Museum. 10% off at Element Spa and Skincare. There are free teriyaki bowls to give, Highline Climbing Center passes, Roadhouse Diner gift certificates. I think those are all six or seven that I listed. Wow. And that's how hard can it podcast be? Podcast at visitgreatfalls.org. Excellent. So when you were going through that list, I was like, ooh, I, did, I, 
I could tell a story about each one of those places. Exactly. I mean, it's just like these are some of the favorite places. We hosted Bullet's birthday party at the Highline Climbing Center. I saw oh, that. Yeah. it was awesome. We didn't even cover this. You guys used to rock climb all the time. Oh, yeah. We asked <laughs> visitor guide. There's a rock climbing section. I'm like, no one does that. And everybody's like, Matt and Jolene do. Well, um, Brian I wouldn't and say Abby. all the time. Brian and Abby are much better than we are. <laughs> Brian and Abby But do. we have gone up and had a great time. And then just recently with the Highline Climbing Center and hosting Bullet's birthday party there, it was awesome. It's great for every level. I couldn't even believe it. Do you know what they have in there? They have in this back group, this was not a level for me. <laughs> they have a wall that moves. Yeah. It is on a spin. It's a rock climbing treadmill. And you can, it's a rock climbing treadmill. And you set the sweet, no, no, not for me. But and you can wow, change the routes so on impressive. it. It's so impressive. It's so impressive. How am I just hearing about this? I don't know. I went there. I'm not going there again. I told Brian at Highline Center. I climbed. You had me be a guinea pig. Well, I, made, I did the route. I couldn't squeeze toothpaste after it. That's how many rots yes. I did. Let me also tell you, though, <laughs> Brian called me, and he's like, I got this idea, and I'm like, this is a great idea. I said, we should have, you know, someone there to do the routes. It's actually it's actually better if, like, maybe tourism sponsored someone to come and do the routes. I'm like, that's a great idea. I can sponsor Madi to do that. Yeah, so I go there. And I'm like, she's our sponsored athlete. I tried way too hard. I wasn't doing it right because I didn't have the right kind of form. My forearms were cooked for three days. Oh, yeah. Brushing my teeth was very difficult. I still did it. Don't worry. But man, nice oh, man. work. Nice I work. I told Brian, get me out of here. He's like, come back anytime. I'm like, no, Brian, I'm not prepared for this yet. <laughs> so my daughter did like it. My husband did great. Yeah. Um, we have a powerlifting friend. Jake, we want to see when he goes out there because he's got some good grip, grip oh, yeah. strength. He's like the strongest man in Montana. So let's see what he can do on those walls. Yep. See it's what a challenge does. for anyone. So where have you guys done rock climbing? Because honestly, it's a section on our <laughs> visitor guide that we know nothing about. It's going to oh, say, ask Matt's and Jolene. So you have to talk to Drew, the climbing yogi. Drew Johnson, oh yeah, um, he will be able to really tell you. Well, and of course Brian and any of that crew. But we went with Drew Johnson out to Blackleaf Canyon, beautiful. But they have great routes for all different levels. And we were with, I mean, Drew is an incredible climber, and Alan Frankel was there, and Courtney, and Courtney Johnson, and they, they're incredible. But yet they came over and did some easy routes with us. Uh, and Blackleaf is just. Gorgeous. That's on our our list for camping. It's right at the edge of the Bob, I believe, because yep. it's up by Shoto. We've also, if we're talking about the Bob, the one other thing that we did at the Bob was the Sasquatch hunt. We, I played music for the Sasquatch hunt one year. What? What? No, they have a yeah, yeah. They have That's, a. Uh, come on, you're shaking your head. Like. I was nodding. What like a this that happened. Okay, it wasn't this. It was yeah. We did that. Okay. You used to play the Caddis Festival too down in Craig. Oh yeah, the Caddis Festival is a fun one too. But the Sasquatch hunt up at Sun Canyon Lodge. Yep, annual event, and uh, some poor person throws on a Sasquatch. Oh my gosh! And goes running around, and people have been. Um, having a great time all day, and then they get set loose to find this Sasquatch. With guns? No guns. No guns. This is my fear. The poor guy in the suit gets shot. (laughs) No guns. Everybody. But it's also the day before uh, shed horn pickup. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, which is huge. I didn't know how big that That's was. That's a we massive there. experience. Yeah. People come from all over the place, and they are let into the Bob at a certain time on a certain day, and they have X number of hours to go through and pick up as many shed horns as possible because there's this huge market for these horns. Yep. It's incredible. I had no idea there was a whole industry around this until I went like, to the Sasquatch hunt. I can only imagine it's like being chased by bulls in Spain. The amount of ferocity that just comes from the people Goodness who fly into the, into the wilderness looking for sheds. Oh. There are just some amazing little things that you don't know about that you should really participate in. Skajoring. I mean, we didn't even talk about skajoring. No, we didn't. Mostly because it doesn't happen here. <laughs> Skajoring. Well, it is happens amazing. in the state, and it does. we would and Lincoln, love. And you can come to Great Falls and cruise on over to Lincoln and check out Skajoring. But we have know? Great Falls Skajoring teams that do happen yep. here, we and we're it. trying to figure out how we can get like a team like practice place so that people that are here could go and check out what Skajoring is. I would love it to be added to like the Christmas stroll as a feature through oh, downtown. Right? You loop it. Janice you know is thinking. It's a great idea, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I don't know if what skajoring is. <laughs> as long as there's snow. So skajoring <laughs> is where you are on skis and you are pulled behind a horse. On and our you track. Do, and you do a course. No. No. <laughs> no. No. Yes. And you jump. You didn't yeah, die. You go off of, you go off of uh, at We're... least three very large jumps and you have to get rings and you have to do gates. And... Oh, you're so... Yeah. Rebecca got mad at me that when we did this episode with Jerry Jennings and Jerry's like, you can do backcountry skiing and uphill and we can clip, the skis can climb with it. And I'm like, no, I can't. This is 100 ways to die in Great Falls. <laughs> 101 with Skajorian. I can't do this. I told you that my group even heard from Highline. Who does this? Who does this? This is well, insane. So yes. we yeah. could have it we could ha- we could bring a Skajoring champion onto our podcast. Yeah, actually from Great Falls, he's yes. a Skajoring ca- champion. He's won several belt buckles. They give belt <laughs> buckles and prize money. So there's They're big prize money. And yeah, we have Skajoring champions here in Great Falls. I tried Skajoring. I competed in two events and I broke myself and now I'm a Skajrinker. Okay. <laughs> I've said this before, I'll say it again. What the heck is going on in Great Falls, Montana? Because Skajoring Christmas stroll you're going to have or Parade of Lights, you're going to have someone do jumps. This I, is, I think we can do this. Well, actually, Showdown does bring in people doing jumps for Christmas stroll typically. They bring in the snow right the next to the there. third. Yeah. So we just need a little bit more snow, and we can do a skajoring contest. Yeah. Like, maybe the regional finals. Great Falls. <laughs> this Christmas, come watch. Come watch. I won't believe it. Man, that's going to be really good content if it happens. There. I'll have to remove the audio from it because I think I'm just going to be like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, there's moments. But there are so many great things, though, that we do that are unexpected, I guess. Yeah. I really love the unexpected things about our community. Who would have thought that we have a world-class skate park that Tony Hawk skated and a whole bunch of other famous people? We want your opinion. You brought up this. Uh-oh. I don't so, know. That I, I know what you're going to ask. We want to feature it in the visitor guide. But we're going to say, be safe. Wear, wear your f- damn helmet. Wear your damn helmet. Do you know the story? Nope. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> Ask your wife off the air. It'll yeah. be fine. Tony Hawk did come to Great Falls, Montana and saw our skate park rink. So let's all say on this podcast, 
There's, I love how many unexpected things there are to do. Do you know there's people that are kayaking at the base of the dams? It is a whitewater kayaking area. It's awesome. Yeah. And it's right in town. Exactly. There's some people that really want to create a kayak train park down there. I am all for that. That would yeah. be incredible. I got a really, I, I can't, I got a really good idea for skiing in town as oh, a training yes. course. Yeah. We're working on this idea. I can't tell you anything more because, well, it's in the works. Yeah. So Ooh. just like the alternate location for Great or for Great Falls, for the alternate location for Kellergeist in Great Falls, it's in the works. It's in the mm-hmm. works. It's in the works. I will Don't tell worry. you, people are skiing and snowboarding across the street from our house every time there's snow. Well, it would make sense. Yep. You know, there was back in the day a really nice sled hill, sledding hill. And I think the there's, best. I think we've got some opportunities to develop a little bit more winter recreation in our community that prepares people for uh, showdown and Silvercrest. And the reason I say that, it's at a higher elevation. And <laughs> Maddie and I did a podcast, not being experts, it's in the title of the podcast. So we're like, show up and go skiing. And <laughs> Aaron, one of our champions, emails us and says, don't send them skiing on the first day. He's part of Ski Patrol. They need to acclimate. Get them acclimated before you send them to the mountain. I'm like, oh, there's oh, the, we're perfect. gonna they're gonna end up on oxygen. He's like, it happens to so it's, many people. It's not a good day for them. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Aaron. Well, you're no damn experts. No, no. not at all. And you, why, you were no damn experts. I don't know why you're having <laughs> us on here. Now there's four no damn experts. We, I mean, we're gonna have a damn expert on once you someday. Know, you've got to be close to being a damn expert with your knowledge in engineering and wind. Water is an element. Can't it just fit into your knowledge scope? Oh, I can. yeah, absolutely. What so, do you want me to do? T- teach <laughs> us about dams. <laughs> We're going to have you on as an expert with the the titled dam expert, and you guys can fight it out. This is the talking, dam expert. Are you talking about dams? Yes. Water, dams. Water, dams. What do you want to do with dams? We know need an expert them. to talk about them. Okay. Yes, I can do that. <laughs> So, Matt, from your perspective, as somebody who had visited here many times from the north coast of Ireland um, and originally from Germany, and then as somebody who, after visiting, was like, no way, there, I have to move there. What is What has been your most exciting part about Great Falls? The, mm. What has been the things that you just have found so charming and amazing? Well, I find uh, Great Falls is super original. You know, uh, people are totally down to earth and you would run into cowboys and they're actually cowboys. <laughs> and it's so it's like, uh, you know, it is like something you would imagine from uh, a movie, if you wish. Um, everything is so, as I say, original, even if you go out into the wilderness from Great Falls, mm-hmm. well, it is going to be the wilderness. Yeah. You know, there's no yeah. particular great signposting or this or that or, or I don't know, burger bar at the top of the hill. Or, <laughs> you know, it's just, I mean, and then it's for hundreds of miles, nothing, you know. Yeah. I, I really mm. like that. Although I will tell you, when we were hiking in Germany... And they had those little houses that look like mailboxes with little individual bottles of wine in them. 
And you're just supposed to take one if you need one. <laughs> what if you need one? Why don't we? That's a nice idea. It was so delightful. We need that. I want to take one if you need one. (laughs) You're just hiking along. I mean, literally, we were, nobody was around us. But hiking there is a lot different. You are going to run into people, like a lot of more populated areas of Montana even. Yeah, you're going to run into a lot of people on the trails. Here you really won't. But running into a wine box now and then would be okay. I'd be okay with that, even if it's warm beer. Right? That would be good, too. Oh, there are some hikes where you would give anything for a warm beer. Oh. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. When was the first time you kayaked? In my life? Yep. Probably in 2013. So here in the States? Yes. Mm-hmm. I've been in boats before, but not a kayak. I have told my husband he can get a kayak and go on the river when I'm done being married to him. Why? <laughs> I think you guys are canoe people or raft, and I think I that would, you should get one and come with us on the Missouri River, River trip. I was actually talking to Brian about that when I stopped down at the Highland Climbing Center, mm-hmm. and he's like, you know, <laughs> you just put it out into the universe that you want a canoe, three will show up, and nobody wants them back is what I've learned. And I started laughing. We have three right now! <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly how that's happened! <laughs> so... We are planning on getting a canoe and doing the river, but I just, um, I'm not 100% convinced in his long-term ability to be in a kayak on a rough water, and he's 100% convinced he's capable. What rough water are you talking to? You know, <laughs> if we go down a white water area, he's Why going to... do that? Because yeah. he's going to want to. Oh, okay. He's well, got it. Might as well do it. Here is your invite. You guys, you guys should all come with us this uh, September. If when you're we do serious, our... I'll go. I was begging for serious. an invite for the Halloween party. I'm like, I, what do I got to do to get that? I am serious. I'm there. You... So in September, we do the White Cliffs. It is the most glamping experience you've ever had. I mean, we take we take our air mattress because you're in canoes, so you can pack that stuff. We cook amazing food. We all split it up and take different nights, and the food is amazing. And then we make cocktails. I mean... I'm going to tell you, it's the most glamping experience, and we do great hiking. We play music in the middle of the river. So if you're looking for, like, an active outdoor adventure, this is probably not the weekend for you with our crew because we are – No, no. While I'm, we do hike, we are very glamping. I love, I love hiking, but glamping is – Here me. you go. So you guys are both invited. Seriously, all you need is a canoe and uh, just uh, your gear. We can talk offline, but – Yes, yeah. I'm excited. But we have canoes. We have three. That's right. We do <laughs> literally have three canoes. <laughs> I'm ready. So anyone who's listening, we're going to need a canoe to Uh-oh. take photos in the September time frame. Mm-hmm. Drop it off at, well, currently 100 First Avenue North. Just leave it in the parking lot. I'll know what it's for. <laughs> no questions asked. No questions asked. When we're done, we'll leave it back in the parking lot. Hmm. Listen to the podcast. We'll let you know when it's there. Yeah. <laughs> And we are going to do another podcast with you guys mm-hmm. sooner rather than later. And that's going to be to preface the greatest damn Mimosa showdown. Oh, it's time. We're throwing down the gauntlet again. So we it's barely that's... lost last year. You the, know, I'm going to the... share. Sip and Dip started a flight. They're doing um, Mimosa They're up in their samplers. game. They're doing seven. Mm-hmm. And you can pick three for 14 bucks. I'm loving that. Like, that sounds amazing. So... 
Yeah, everybody. I, the greatest damn mimosa showdown has really like raised the bar in Great Falls. If you want a brunch and mimosa, we are the place. <laughs> so this well, is going to be in we, May. We we're, in May. Yep. We're going to finalize all the details soon, and then we're going to do a podcast episode that's going to explain how to how to win, how to participate, and how yep. to help your bar win. Well, yeah, you definitely have to stay tuned. Last year we sold, what did we say, about 2,000 mimosas yeah. in downtown Great Falls in a what, five-hour time period. Literally, you, the distributors had no more pre- champagne or Prosecco. We literally drank Great Falls dry from the distributors. Of Yeah, so. So show up early I'm is what gonna I'm going to tell you. Yeah. This is going to be awesome. More to come. More to yeah. come. Well, more this come. time we're not going to run out. No. Oh, no, they're already stocking up. They know it's coming. This is your official notice, distributors. Yeah. We need the champagne. Gusto, Eagle, beyond notice. (laughs) There we go. If you're traveling in, you still need to show up early. Oh yeah, yeah, you do. If you're if you're coming in just for that, you should because come the night before so that you can more, walk around downtown. There's more to do. You're gonna have to devote the entire day to the mimosa showdown. Mimosa showdown. So you know one day's taken care of. You're going to need more days because there's more to do. Well, you're gonna have to come in the night before, that's for sure. And you can kind of scope your scene there. You can do the cocktail crawl the night before. Ooh, we should incorporate that. Anyway, you can do a cocktail crawl the night before and then start off your morning at the farmer's market and yep. with your first mimosa and then check out the downtown shopping, which some of our downtown shops are so okay. awesome. Okay. I'm excited But then for this. by the end of the day, <laughs> you are going to have to spend the night as well in downtown Great Falls, which... That is really easy to do with several different great hotels. So mm-hmm. I'm just saying, it's a weekend. Yeah. Mimosa Showdown, if you're coming in from out of town, well, and weekend. if you're here in town, it's still a weekend, too. <laughs> <laughs> you may just need to pitch a tent. Well, more no. to come. This has been super fun. Thanks for having us. I'm really glad you pulled us inside. That coffee was just what I needed today. <laughs> Madi did say we were going to block eight hours. We didn't do that. That no. was our fault. We should have. I know. But we knew. But we knew that we're going to have more. We have some meetings planned with Jolene. We're going to get this ready. We're going to get it done. And everyone's going to fall in love with Keller Geist as much as we have, as well as the Smith River, the floats, mm-hmm. sluice boxes. And they're going to learn how to do the death march the right way in the summer, not during the spring runoff. Okay. <laughs> Only then it's not the death march. <laughs> uh, I'm fine with doing the alive march. The alive and well survive. Live like to tell that. about it. I sort of... don't have my wife with a newborn baby wondering if I'm alive or not. I'm okay with that version, Matt. I'm sorry you're not and you want drama. <laughs> really? It's the I survived the march with the German. <laughs> Goodness. Matt, you're killing me. You're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> So thank you. It's been a joy. Thanks for hanging out in our podcast studio, our storage closet with our wonderful audio. Again, get all of the episodes at werenodamexperts.com and follow us on Twitter. We're still on that campaign and we can't wait to have you here in Great Falls, Montana. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 We are No Damn Experts is the recorded claims from Great Falls, Montana, covering what you need to know about this amazing damn town. Damn, that felt good. On the next episode of We're No Damn Experts, we share part two of the Native American influence and culture in Great Falls, Montana. 
We're No Damn Experts was produced by Great Falls Montana Tourism with original music from the best damn musician, Joel Corda. <laughs>